Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. You already know what this is. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know what it is. It's your boy, uh, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Betts in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Nebron James and I will rant in a moment <laughs> about all the stuff that I'm seeing who over here trying to dog my dude's name aka Peter Party Starter Robert Balmain Jr. Can't forget about Silk Pajamas uh, who else I is Nate Yawine Belly Rollin' Nanos Nade Wilson's Will Sins, yeah, I just put an S at the okay, end because black people always put S's at the end stuff. <laughs> Walmart's. Uh, we we was literally at home one day going through all the stores that actually have S's on them, and <laughs> most of them don't. They was like, nope. I'm telling you, Kroger's got an S on it. I was like, no, it don't. <laughs> targets. Target. Uh, if you say targets, <laughs> I just made that one up. <laughs> but uh, who who else I is? You already know it's Ocean's Nate. Uh, Ocean's and- <laughs> Nate. And roll. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Leo B. Jalen Hall podcast now on Stitcher. It's Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya, Taylor Joy, Fix My Life Ends, and Kai Dallas Sign. No more Mr. Knife Guy. I'm no more Mr. Nice Kai. Book Engagement K, which I should be doing some booking right about now for episode 100 that is coming in 100. possibly two weeks or if something happens, three or four. <laughs> you never know what happens with this podcast. And you know what? Sweet lady, Whoa. would you be, be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. I wonder how long the episode would be with all that uh, singing "Sweet Lady." Full episode of that <laughs> from every ep- or all a hundred episodes. I have no idea, but I just realized that episode one hundred will not be in two weeks, even if something happens because I go on vacation. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Unless we did it like the Sunday before or whatever. All right, so I'll use your whole vacation to try to get book all the guests. All the guests, all the rest, all the texts. So next week. Nah, so we're going to go into July. I'll probably be busy that week. <laughs> no, no. When my sister come back. I'll get it. I'll figure this out later. All right. You seen any movies since the last episode? At home, we watched Bridesmaid. Hilarious. Black Panther. Great. And, of course, Gone Girl. <laughs> and then at the theater, we saw, I think only saw Solo from the last time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that's what we last thing we saw. All right, you want to wait till our uh, frequent guest comes in to talk about that, or you want to? Uh, I'll talk about it real quick because I know hers is going to be mainly focused upon one specific person in solo. <laughs> but to go through bridesmaids, she had never seen bridesmaids before, and I was really? shocked. Yeah, but she and uh, milkshakes enjoyed that, and it was still funny uh, watching it. Melissa McCarthy's performance, <laughs> I forgot how good it was. Mm-hmm. And no, That's what got her famous. Yeah, I would say no wonder she. Or movie famous. Was, was, yeah, a movie star now. But that movie's still funny. Then Gone Girl, obviously I know what's happening, but Ben Affleck acting in certain parts, watching it back knowing how it ends now is very weird, (laughs) some of the choices he made, but yeah, that's still a good movie, you got Tyler Perry in it. Who was good, Rosamund Pike acting circles around everybody in that movie. Uh Uh-huh, got Neil Patrick Harris. Um, Got the grizzly death. Yeah. Then we watched Black Panther yesterday, it was still good. It was uh, inter- always entertaining watching Michael B. George's performance. For you, it's always entertaining just watching Michael <sighs> B. George through his windows with binoculars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did watch him in Issa Rae's Nah, you just said I did watch him. Nah. Cut it there. Cut it at the four minutes, 40 nah. second mark where you just We've said I did watch him. Almost five minutes already? Uh-huh. I feel like we got nowhere. Nope, as <laughs> usual. It's going to be a long episode. <laughs> Uh, Black Panther. Yeah, that was that was still good and entertaining, funny. Uh, ready to see a, uh, the next one to see who could possibly play the villain. What black person they could bring in? I love her. I'm like y'all running out. They running out of black actors. Clearly, <laughs> you got Trevante Rhodes, but he, he fits could, more of a superhero. He could. Do, yeah, he could. Uh, you he got some. He needed to do something. Who else you got? Other black actors, you got Tyler James Williams. I can if see Lakeith w- being in there. I can see him. Pl- yeah, I can see him playing. Uh, what's that one? Uh, Doctor Voodoo or yeah, Mister Whatever. Definitely play he something play weird that, like that. Or you can play like the Joker to, in one of these Joker mm-hmm. movies that DC feels they need to make. <laughs> they gonna, they gonna end up doing a Joker team movie. If they did a movie full of Jokers, <laughs> that would be so crazy. <laughs> And then, of course, Solo. I thought that was that movie was pretty good. Uh, not nothing super spectacular. I thought the beginning of the movie was uh, was good, but then it started dragging on. Uh, it felt too long. Like I felt like they could have shortened it and made it fun. But I know because it's a blockbuster movie, it's a Star Wars movie. They feel forced to make a two-hour movie. That's the that's the funny thing about Star Wars movies. Like the when you look at the runtime, like compared to movies, it ain't that long. But they they're they're the there's like certain good movies that are, feel long and are good at the same time, yeah. and those happen to be Star Wars movies, especially the original three. Yeah, this movie just felt long. I don't know if it's because I was getting tired, but I was shocked at what's the name Alton Alton Einrich Einright whatever. Yeah, I never know his last name. Uh, he was the main person I was worried about with his performance, <laughs> but. He wasn't bad. Uh, did uh, he seem like uh, Han Solo to you, or is that just me? Because he did not feel like it. He just felt like he put on like a good like performance. Of just yeah, that's some a, regular. That's dude. how I was watching it as him just playing like a new. I was looking at this as new characters. Basically, if you, <laughs> if you watch it like it's like it's them, then you start thinking about other stuff. But I was like, this is new characters. As soon as they showed the big twist and showed Darth Maul, it had me counting in my head like. What's this timeline? 
Uh, I, told, I got confused. I told Brianna, I was like, no, that's not Darth Maul. He died. That can't be him. He got sliced in half, but I'm not familiar with Star Wars canon, so I had to do my research afterwards and realize he did come back to life. Yeah, on them cartoons and <laughs> yeah. stuff. But. That, I don't like that. If movies are movies. You got a thousand cartoons, comics. Yeah. Star Wars is one of the rare things that uses the cartoons uh-huh. and counts it. I don't like that's conf- that's very confusing. You can like pull pieces like characters back into like t- put them into the movies that are from the, the yeah. The I don't stuff. mind that because they've been doing that. Yeah, but when you kill somebody off in a movie, bring him back on the show. Yeah, on TV animated TV shows at that, <laughs> and then show him the again. That, that stuff counts. Cracks me up. That is nutty. That's why I was like, like this can't be him. He looks a little different. He sounds a little different. Like really maybe there's just like a there's a bunch of Darth Mauls that we just don't know about. Nah, that's homie. So. Which on the show there was two Darth Mauls, I believe. Oh. Or not a Darth Maul, but a different dude that looked like him. I just don't like, because he's such a dope character that didn't get his just due in the movie. Yeah, so I guess they're forcing it, but I don't know what else he's going to be in, because... Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to see him in like a little cameo appearance unless he's going to be in movies that make sense. I want him to be in a regular Star Wars. Yeah, just bring him back for it. Like, if he's, since he's living all these years and now whatnot... I say he's still around. Bring him in that means new he trilogy would have been around for so long. <laughs> I, I mean... Episode one all the way to now. He got chopped in half and somehow still is living, so... Yeah, I guess they're going to do whatever they want. Yeah, they might as well bring him back. I want to see him with the... The new main cast. Right, I want to see Star him. Wars, not I these, because I can't foresee another solo movie. <laughs> <laughs> with the, <laughs> the way that it shouldn't, it shouldn't be getting beat after so many weeks. <laughs> this movie has made so little money in the scheme of things. That is crazy. It's hilarious. I don't want to see Ocean's Eight with a monstrous forty million. <laughs> Sitting above. <laughs> I don't care how long it's been out. I like seeing them compare all this stuff. Solo's not going to pass. That is sad. Say it's not going to pass the original trilogy. <laughs> unadjusted for inflation. And so it was making a little money back in the day because of the cheap ticket prices. Oh, yeah. Says it's not going to make more than, I think, uh, Force Awakens did in its opening weekend. That's <laughs> bananas. That, should, that shouldn't even be possible. <laughs> it should at least be a battle. I feel like it's going to be a little closer than that. <laughs> It's opening weekend. That Mind you, crazy. this opening weekend was, what, 272? Yeah, it was something wild. But a solo movie can't do that in its entire yeah. theoretical run? It's sad. It's, it's sad. Yeah, that's just like Justice League didn't make what Avengers, uh, almost <laughs> said Age of Ultron, uh, Infinity War made in this first weekend. Right, it's one second. Um, all right, you watch anything else? Uh, I think that's it. All right, let me try to quickly go down this long list of movies I'd unwatched. First up, uh, came out this year. I finally watched it, Winchester. There's a reason why this movie came out at the beginning of the year. Be, be <laughs> but, yeah, beginning of the year garbage movies. See, that's what makes me mad, because then you have like some movies that try to deviate from that and actually make good movies that come out at the beginning of the year, like Paddington. <laughs> Dang, but then you got these whack horror movies that really know how to stink up the joint at the beginning of the year, keeping the trend. Um... What are some notes? I didn't know this. the home in this movie was based on a, a real home and like being this humongous home and whatnot. So right. I, they could have made this a more interesting movie than what they did with that being the case. Like they could have actually used all like that ginormous house as a scary movie, but they did not use it to its advantage. Um, I thought Helen Mirren was going to be the antagonist in this movie. She wasn't. That was really throwing me off. Uh, I thought there was going to be a twist with Jason Clark's character to maybe make the movie a little better. It didn't happen. 
uh, there's a scene where a dead spirit was shot and officially killed by a real bullet. <laughs> I was like, all right, so this is what we're doing. Um, they didn't really offer anything exciting. They tried with a few weak jump scares. Uh, like if I want to say something good about the movie, the dead people looked kind of creepy, so whatever. <laughs> um, next up, continue my Blu-ray marathon. Watched Birdman with my girl Emily Stone. I'm acting like she's the star of the movie. <laughs> and I uh, am yeah, Michael Keaton and Edward Norton. Um, Zach Galifianakis. Um, I still really like the way Alejandro, whatever his name is, Alejandro. directed that movie with the almost seemed like it was just all one take, which I think is still dope. Still a really enjoyable movie because the script is really good and whatnot. If you haven't seen that best picture winner, go check it out. Then next up, one of my favorite, if not my favorite movie of all time, The Departed. I watched that on Blu-ray as well. That's an amazing movie with the Leonardo DiCaprio Matt Damon, uh, Jack Nicholson, Anthony Anderson, Mark Wahlberg did a great supporting acting role in there, Alec Baldwin, Martin Sheen. This is just an amazing movie from top to bottom, from like the end where, bam, it lives up to his title. Everybody goes departed and gets knocked off in a matter of, it feels like, seconds. Uh, the storyline is great. The acting is great. It's violent. So it's just an enjoyable movie. If you're a Martin Scorsese fan, to me, it's one of his best movies. Um, going back to the movie theater, I watched this awful film by the name of Breaking In. <laughs> I did not expect this movie to be this bad. I didn't expect to enjoy it, but I was like, get real, you ain't going to put out a legit, legit bona fide dud. I was sitting in the movie like, this movie is boring. <laughs> For a home invasion flick, this movie was totes. <laughs> I was like, oh, there were so many shots in the movie of them just walking around the house as if we cared. It was like we was going on a like a little like we was interested in buying a house and it was just showing us around. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I don't want to see this. Uh, the dark the scenes that were in the dark were very poorly lit and shot. The writing was poor. Uh, the movie seemed awfully quiet at times when it comes to like the voices. I was like, did y'all not turn the movie up when y'all was editing it? It was just a boring movie. The end tried to get somewhat like. Instead of atrocious, it started to get like bad, but the movie is just not good. So, <laughs> Dwayne Wade, if you plan on retiring this offseason, yeah. start picking your girls' roles because <laughs> this ain't it. All right, back to the Blu-rays. The marathon continued with Straight Outta Compton, director's cut. Do you know how long the director's cut is? Uh-uh. Two hours and 47 minutes. Dang. Do you know how long The Revenant is? <laughs> Two hours and 45. Five, 49 minutes Dang. when you watch those two movies even though i think one is better than the other one feels much longer than the other <laughs> straight out of compton i don't think is as good as the revenant but it feels a lot shorter than the revenant does <laughs> the straight out of compton a great movie introduced most of the world to jason mitchell who's now a legit good great actor uh -huh, little tiny actor mm -hmm, he did great as easy e he's great in the shy I ain't watched like the little mud Netflix movie, uh, and uh, and he was also in uh, King or Kong Skull Island. But and he was in Keanu. Oh yeah, there was a lot of people who snuck in Keanu that are now popping. Very small roles, including Jordan Peele. Um, <laughs> who else? <laughs> or who else? Corey Hawkins. Uh, we was watching it, and Brown was like, "I don't think uh, Ice Cube's son is that good of an actor." And I was like, I was thinking to myself, like. In the scheme of things, not really, but he's yep. able to. <laughs> After I saw him and Ingrid Goes West, I was like, 
O'Shea he's is a- not my favorite actor <laughs> by far. He's just good at playing his dad, but that just won't. It's, it's starting to become more noticeable that that won't translate yeah. to good acting. But luckily, he seems to have a good personality. Yeah, he's entertaining. Yeah, so hopefully that can try to make up for his downfalls when it comes to movie <laughs> or acting. Yeah, man. But yeah, this is just a great movie. One of the best or better biopics I've seen of recent. And it definitely, I got to give his props because I was killing it before it came out. I was like, the actors don't look like the actor or the original people. <laughs> I know the movie going to be whack. And then F. Gary Gray shut us all up by making a great movie. Uh, next up on Netflix, I watched Six Balloons. This was a cool little movie. Uh, it was very slow, but what they were trying to say, I got the message and it did it in a good way. You got the Franco brother that didn't do nothing yet. Mm-hmm. He did a good job playing a strung out heroin addict. Abby Jacobson. She did a good job as well. It was a, it was different from what I usually see her in, which is comedy. So her playing, she still had the same type of demeanor and whatnot, but wasn't wasn't trying to lead to laughs. So her transition to that I thought was good. Don't know why the movie was called Six Balloons though. Um, <laughs> next up, back at the movies, watched a film by the name of Action Point. You watch it and you're like. Johnny Knoxville, you almost killed yourself for this movie. <laughs> like that's, that's sad because this movie was not that good. I was disappointed. I thought it would at least be entertaining, but the stunts that he was doing wasn't even like it was like so forced, and it wasn't even funny. Like usually, like when it comes, it comes and like it comes in the scheme of the story, and it doesn't feel like doesn't feel misplaced. But here, it just felt like it wasn't even that creative. And it just didn't feel like it was needed to progress the story. Most, some of the stuff did, but a lot of them didn't. Could have been like stuff you put on like deleted scenes or something. So I was disappointed in this movie. Try to get all a little heartfelt, but that's not what I was trying to see. I was trying to see straight just ridiculousness, <laughs> and it was sad. And then I was reading how he was saying Jackass Four isn't off the table, but the reason it's not ha- hasn't happened yet is because everybody's getting older. Yeah, a lot of them don't want to do that type of stunts anymore. <laughs> uh, he said Paramount, which is the company I believe that funds the movie and produces it, doesn't want to insure them because they don't want Johnny Knoxville doing that type of stuff anymore. Oh uh, yeah, his family doesn't want him doing that type of stuff anymore, <laughs> and his mom just died recently. So he said that has him rethinking like his decisions in life and cherishing life a little bit more. But he still said it's not off the table. Anything can happen. <laughs> they have a bunch of good ideas for it. So if they, everything can come together, he'd still be willing to do it. They can just do it different. They ain't got to do all them crazy, unsafe ones. He said they would have to bring fresh blood in. So that's what they should do. Bring the fresh blood in. Yeah, bring a them bunch, up. Yeah, bring a bunch of dummies. <laughs> yeah, and why they just sit back and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, continue my Blu-ray marathon. I watched a movie by the name of That Awkward Moment. This movie, you watch it, and you think Michael B. Jordan got cancer or something because he <laughs> is very small t- compared to what he is now. All right. <laughs> It's the same person? Very young, (laughs) like a child in this movie. Michael B. But I forgot the reason I only bought this movie because I like the two main actors, Zachy E. and Michael B. And? Not much much Miles Teller. Yeah. So I was watching it like, this is a comedy. It ain't that funny. And it brought me back to when I first saw the movie. I was like, this was a disappointment. These two good actors and they make this type of movie. (laughs) This is a comedy. (laughs) That's why I bought it for, I believe, $2 and some change. Oh, man. Next up, a movie that came out earlier this year that I just now seen, 12 Strong with Chris Hemsworth, Michael Pena, Michael Shannon, uh, Trevante Rhodes. Didn't expect much from this movie because I don't like these type of little war, uh, boots on the ground type of flicks. Yeah, 
it wasn't nothing to write home about. Had some shootout scenes that were, you know, it didn't. Uh, if you was falling asleep, they wake you up. So <laughs> whatever. Still, every time I talk about Chris Hemsworth, and I bring up his outside of uh, Marvel roles. I don't know what you was thinking. I was about yeah. to say, but I wasn't. Uh, he got a problem with picking movies that aren't Thor or Avengers, <laughs> and he hasn't changed my mind about that. We got Men in Black. Yeah, I'm hoping out things with change. Him and Tessa Thompson as the two leads. Because I don't like when one of my favorite actors like, "What's your favorite movie of his?" Like Thor, his Thor regular two, movie. <laughs> Thor, right? Like, nah, his non-Marvel movies. Rush. We all know why you like Rush. Nah, because it's a good movie. Yeah, I mean, you like Rush for other reasons. Nah. But, all right, moving on. At the movies, I watched this film by the name of Upgrade, written and directed by my boy Lee Wannell, starring a fella that I don't remember his name, nor do I. I I don't even care for him that much. This is a really good movie. I was like, I get reviews. "Mm -hmm." Like, this shows why, uh, this is another example for why I enjoy uh, Wannell as a filmmaker, because he takes, like, a creative and interesting premise, even though you've seen it done in different ways before. Him putting his new his spin on it, I thought it was dope. The script was good because the story was good. Uh, had some cool like violent moments, and just the story is what really carries a film on top of the little pieces that they throw in there. So I thought it was dope. I expected it to be good, but I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So big shout outs to him. This is his best movie of the year, and the other one being uh, Insidious Chapter Four. <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, at the movies, I watched a film by the name of Adrift, starring Shailene Woodley, and man who seems to be stuck in one position in all his <laughs> movies as of yeah. lately, Sam Claflin, Claflin, whatever his name is. This was a cool movie. The pacing is what you would expect for a film where there's mainly two people on a boat, uh, but it did have a twist at the end that picked the movie back up and put everything in perspective, so it makes you appreciate the quality of the movie more the rewatchability of it is very small but shailene woodley definitely did a good job carrying the film there was a uh, body part of hers that was uh, its own character and it was starting to get annoying (laughs) like every time she would show up it was just there and i was just like this is like not necessary but whatever (laughs) and what is this movie rated I have no clue. I need to look that up because she had a new scene in the movie, and I thought this movie was rated PG-13. So I was like, are we getting lenient on the PG-13 ratings nowadays? Um, And that's oh, that's finally all that I... Yep, PG-13. Uh, well, I guess we're just being generous. Man, change it up. People don't care about stuff being uh, just meant for rated R movies. Yeah, they about to just start starting on regular TV. <laughs> Basically, they do whatever else on regular TV now. <laughs> all right. So before uh, we move on to the topics and some other stuff, you got something you want to... Let me, off the top of my head, let's attempt this. Where's my sound effect? This is the game where I name a male movie star. And he has to give him a compliment, which everybody say it with me. Of course it is. Of course. We'll just do one today since it's off the top of my head. We're going to go with, we already did Michael B. We did Jake Gyllenhaal. We'll do Leonardo 
DiCaprio, and I don't want to hear that he's a good actor, so give him a compliment, but of course... No homo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> really tying my hands if I can't say he's a good actor. Whoa. I don't, why is he tying uh, your hands? I didn't no say homo. him. Okay. Felt like I already used a good set of hair with Jake Gyllenhaal, so okay. I don't want to reuse some compliments. Leonardo DiCaprio has compliment? a what is it? You got a nice name. What? You got a nice a name. Nice name. Hey, you got an interesting name. I'll take that as you saying he has nice eyes. <laughs> That's you. Did you want to play this game? Nah. No homo. Well, that is no homo for this week. All right, we could go ahead and move on to the next entry, and I'll name this bracket later. On the bonus episode that I forgot that I did last week, I uh, did <laughs> Shailene Woodley, and we did her best movie. This was a tough one, but it ended up being Divergent. Um, Dang. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that it was a tough one between Insurgent for me <laughs> was the sad was part. She, she was in Descendants, yeah, which, Descendants. Is a, which is people probably call her best movie and probably her best performance. But I, I've seen that movie, but... For some reason, I just enjoyed the Divergent and Insurgent. What kills it is the third one, which wouldn't stay nameless. <laughs> All right, so this week our person is Sandra Bullock, since she just had the number one movie in America with Ocean's 8. She got a long film filmography, but we got to go down and try to find her worst movie. All right, first. That's about to be. I know what that's about to be. I have a feeling I know what it might be. <laughs> All right, first up we got Speed or... You see Speed too? <laughs> nope. Uh, I don't even know if I've seen Speed. I've seen that. Um, the Prince of Egypt. Is Prince of Egypt that cartoon? Yep. Who was she playing? Miriam. So she was playing an Egyptian? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is between Speed and then I'll go Prince of Egypt. I didn't like that movie. The daughter of Amran and Haha. <laughs> The hey, oh, so, so she was she the did. sister of Moses. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> All right, so the Prince of Egypt, you said? Yeah. Prince of Egypt or Miss Congeniality? Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt or... Uh, what is this movie? You ever see Two Weeks Notice with Hugh Grant? Nah, I don't watch Hugh Grant movies. <laughs> All right, uh, Prince of Egypt or Crash? Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt or uh, Miss Congeniality 2? I don't think I've seen that, but that's the one with Regina King. Or was she in both of them? I think she might have been in... What was this one called? Red, Right, and Boom or something like that? Nah, I think you're thinking of <laughs> Legally Blonde, which is yeah. getting another movie. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. I, I feel like those are movies people don't like. I don't, I don't feel like they need those anymore. Those yeah. are early 2000s movies. <laughs> the, but this one is called Armed and Fabulous. That Armed title alone is trash. trash. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> All right, uh... I know I'm familiar with the title of the Lake House, but I don't know. That's that know. one with Keanu, I believe. Yeah, that's when they reunited. And it feels uh, so I good. I didn't see that. Me neither. 
All right. Uh, you ever heard of Infamous? Nah. Premonition? Mm, I don't recall any of these posters. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. That sounds familiar, but I don't know. All right. The Proposal. Uh, Miss Congeniality 2 or The Proposal? Miss Congeniality 2. Proposal's when she was on her comeback. And this is when this is the movie you could tell she made yep. before the proposal. <laughs> Miss Congeniality 2 or, or All, all about, about Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be All About Steve with yeah. one who, Bradley Cooper. Yep, that movie was Tridash. <laughs> all right, All About Steve or The Blind Side? All About Steve. All About Steve or The Heat? All About Steve? I forgot about The Heat. That movie is with hilarious. Marlon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> all about Steve or Gravity? All about Steve. All about Steve or Minions? All about Steve. All about Steve or Steve or did you ever see Our Brand is Crisis? Nah, I ain't see that. That movie is a uh, wiggity whack, but it's not worse than All About Steve. All right, All About Steve. I think her last movie has she hasn't made a movie in three years. Dang. She did Minions and Our Brand is Crisis in 2015, and her most recent movie is Ocean's 8. Oh, well, All About Steve is her worst movie. She must have really took time off to take care of them kids. Wow, that was a shock. All right, so All About Steve is moving on to the bracket. All right, so I got a bracket, another bracket for us today, but I'm going to let us go through these little topics that I have first because I don't know. The explanation I feel is bracket might take a second, <laughs> and I don't know where the stopping point will be. So we'll just breeze through these topics that we have, and then we can do that at the end. So first up, uh, the short list for the Willy Wonka actors has oh came Lord. out, uh, apparently, of who uh, Warner Brothers wants to star in this movie. Your big three are Ryan Gosling and Donald Glover. Who? And? Yeah, and Ezra Miller. Mm -hmm. Gosling and Glover are both... Uh, allegedly, both are actually interested in the role, uh. and uh, as then you got Ezra Miller. So, <laughs> first up, before we discuss this, play a little quick game of play star or under. Nope, play or here you go. Star <laughs> understudy or didn't make it, aka your typical, you know, uh, f Mary kill for the Hollywood, <laughs> as they would say. So that's what you wanted to play, anyways. With these nah, three. nah, nah, nah. So your Ooh, star, would you marry out of them three? I'm getting my no homo sound effects ready. Uh, Mary, he says it, y'all. If I had to choose, uh, and this is just because it's a game. Here we go. I'm choosing Ryan Gosling. Huh? Whoa! Oh, you chill, 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 oh, chill, chill, chill. That was so no homo that my <laughs> app crashed. <laughs> Chill. I'm just going off with the ladies will say. With the ladies. ladies. But you got to play star understudy or didn't make it. I'll All come right. up with a better name for it later. So who would you want out of the three? Who do you want to star? Who do you want to be his understudy? Or who you want to just not make it? The safe choice. It'll <laughs> be a much better <laughs> description of this game later. The safe choice is Ryan Gosling because okay. he's a top tier actor. He looked like he can do some Willy Wonka moves. He showed that he can sing and dance in La La Land. And he's, as far as all of them, I think he got the biggest box office numbers overall. The under, so I'll go with him to be safe. The understudy 
will be Donald Glover because he's who's hot right now. They already know he can sing and dance and act, and I feel like he can play like a wacky type of dude. At the same time, he's black, so this will be <laughs> like the, instead of like a pool of chocolate, it'll be like hot sauce or what? <laughs> Did you call Donald Glover a pool of chocolate? See, that is crazy. You, that is hey, wild. That is a reach <laughs> like some toothpaste. <laughs> Don't try to distract us I with did that. Call him with that whack on chocolate. That's I know I your heard. ears perked up because last time you saw a pool of chocolate, chocolate, it was Kofi Sirbo. Who? And that's what you be. He goes by Nady Sirbo now. He was no, calling like that all weekend. I don't even know who that is. Anyways, it'll be like a, a little lake of hot sauce, <laughs> uh, chicken wing trees, and <laughs> lemon, lemon pepper jawbreakers. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> and then, didn't make the cut. You got to go with live action Willy Wonka. <laughs> As for Miller, everyday life Willy Wonka. He's, one, he seems too young. And two, like if, if this was the... Uh, it's Tim Burton one be an origin movie they said oh so they can be that'd be weird if they do Donald Glover in an origin <laughs> if you go with Ezra it looked like it's still directed by Tim Burton like he becomes the Johnny <laughs> Depp one so I don't know about Ezra I'll go with Ryan Gosling to be safe and Donald Glover can play like a, a live action version of that uh, uh, class class of 3000 cartoon from Cartoon Network <laughs> <laughs> Alright, who do you think they're going to pick? Oof. From these with, three. With the way Donald Glover's going, I can really see them picking him. Yeah, they, and Atlanta season three's coming. I hope he puts that over a Willy yeah. Wonka movie. You know it was a year and a half between the first two seasons. Yep. It's gonna be two to two and a half years from this season. He filmed three movies in between. Made an album probably. Yep. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Ryan Gosling. All right. But that's that's a slight edge. I think they're lying saying that Gosling and Glover actually really want these roles. I think it's end up going to be Ezra Miller. I don't Ezra Miller really, he going he going to kill that audition. <laughs> like you didn't even have to act. All you had to do was walk through the door yeah. and you reek of Willy Wonka. If they want somebody who can sing and dance and act, yeah, obviously choice for Willy Wonka would be Ansel Elgert. <laughs> He can't do a movie like that. He'll be right back at square one. That's yeah. not the type of role he need. He Willie? need to play like uh, Paul Walker in Fast and Furious yeah. or something. And they don't need to necessarily be doing more Willy Wonka movies. Yeah. Origin story. Yeah, who's who's clamoring for that? Dang, I already don't. I already watching the Christopher Robin uh, trailer. It makes me want a regular Winnie the Pooh movie with Christopher Robin as a kid and not an adult like this one. You talking about the live action one they got? Yeah. <laughs> they, those things look weird. Yeah, they look crazy, but <laughs> Winnie the Pooh sounds funny. Uh, all right, moving on. Time to give our quick thoughts on some trailers that dropped recently. First up, we got the Lego Movie 2. What did you think about that trailer? It looks funny. Uh, obviously, seeing Lego movies now, it don't got that immediate impact, but it definitely still looks entertaining, and I want to see where this one goes. It looks like they're heading to space <laughs> with a new villain. Got the whole team back, Batman and all them. Yeah, it, I thought it looked entertaining, but to me, like the Lego movie is it's becoming like a classic, timeless movie to me because whenever I watch it, it still has, still makes me roll as if I first saw it. It was so like fresh when it came out. And I really like put Phil Lord and Chris Miller on the map. And since they didn't write this movie, it's going to be interesting to see how far the lever level of humor drops. Because I know 
it I know they're going to try to reenact, you know, keep it in the same vein cuz it's the same world, but I just know it's not going to be the creativity level isn't going to be the same, but it looks cool. I expect it to still be an enjoyable movie, but I'm not putting the pressure on it to be as good as the first one. Yeah. And with the follow-up being Lego Batman being really good and then the the lackluster Ninjago. Forget, I, always forget about that one. It needs to be forgotten, and I'm pretty sure this one will go up. All right, next up you got Bumblebee. They had a nice little voiceover with Bernie Mac talking at the beginning, so that was cool. The rest of it, ah, it don't look like... <laughs> Just another Transformers movie. Just this one takes place in the 80s, and it got a Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in it. This movie looks kind of whack. But other than that, <laughs> there's no there's no need for it. It's really there was, what was the joke in there that made me mad? I don't know, but I just was. I can't remember, but they don't need this movie. They don't need to keep trying to expand the world. I better not see no other kind of Transformers <laughs> spinoff. But people going to see this. What was it? The vibe just felt. Maybe it's because the Transformer vibe is dull now. Maybe yeah. that's why. But this just it didn't have the typical Michael Bay explosions. Yeah, it felt like Herbie <laughs> fully loaded or yeah, it, it, monster trucks or I got, uh, what's the Max Steel? Those type uh, of movies. I like the character as Bumblebee. Like he's entertaining in the movies. They show how he get his voice. Yeah, which I thought Speaking was... Speaking of uh, Solo, and I, I know what you're talking about now, and uh, when he didn't come with anybody, and he didn't... It was like, who's your family or whatever? <sighs> he like, I don't have one. Oh, so we'll go Han that was, Solo. That was so trash. I'm sorry. That was very bad. <laughs> that was so stupid. That made me want to look up, like, do they explain this in the other ones? <laughs> yeah, because I, I was reading. I was like, am I the only one who hates this? And they were killing it for that being the reasoning. I was like, I wonder if that was a Ron Howard thing. Uh, the What's the, the writers? Lawrence Kasdan or whatever yeah. his name is? Or whose idea was that? Ain't no talent. I'm seeing uh, the rumors that What's that lady's name that runs? Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, seeing she might walk away at the end of the year. I'm like, if she walks away because of this one movie and the fact that Last Jedi was <laughs> like, people was like 50 50 with it, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like not that serious. Like, you, even though there might be Star Wars fatigue, I ain't going to quit my job yeah. because I'm not on that super hot winning streak I was with Force Awakens and Rogue One. All right, yeah, so last, just to end it off with Bumblebee. This movie looked like it could be the death of Transformers for a little bit, which is sad. I wish they would have did it. I'd rather see the death of Transformers with a, like a solo Optimus Prime movie, not like a Bumblebee or a Shia solo movie uh, <laughs> without Sam Transformers. A Sam Witwicky action movie. <laughs> Transformerless Sam, Sam Witwicky movie. That would be crazy. All right, last but not least, you got – okay, la- not the last one, but – last of my notes spider-man into the universe or spider-verse i'm sorry uh it look all right the animation looks kind of weird i know they're going for a different look uh it's cool to see miles morales uh some of the jokes wasn't really funny seeing <laughs> uh peter parker all, uh, well older was different and then i, I want i want to know how in this length of movie they gonna introduce the spider-verse introduce all them spider-mans uh Spider Gwen and all of them. Uh, th- for the villain, they went with Ultimate uh, uh, Green Goblin. So he looks a little crazier. 
Well, it'd definitely be interesting. I saw Miles Mor- they were racist and put- made Miles Morales have some Jordan ones on. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I thought like um, the fact that they they kind of like. I wouldn't say broke the fourth, third wall, or everyone call it, when they mentioned the fact that in this world there's Spider-Man's compared to like different. I forget how they worded it in the trailer, but it kind of like kind of like sort of explained the into the Spider-Verse part instead of this just being like its own. Like you think it's the only world out there, making it some different. Like there's like different worlds. And I'm I'm probably explaining it very awfully, but <laughs> if I could reference the line, I would say it, but I can't. But yeah, I, I agree when you say like how it looked like the first trailer, the little teaser they showed. We was talking about on the sh- on on here that it looked dope, it looked sweet, like oh it's gonna be cool. And this one like they took a step back, like they redid the animation some sort, or maybe that was just like from one particular scene in the movie. I don't know. All I know is I was not as pleased with the aesthetics like I like I was with the teaser trailer. So that kind of brought me like not into it as much as I was, but. I'm still down to see how they do this this, uh, animated Spider-Man movie with the actual real-life Spider-Man going on and at least try to be different from it. Yeah, that's weird. Don't overload it with too many Spider-Man characters, but I feel like that's what they're about to do. Oh, yeah, they're about to fill this up. Maybe it won't be as annoying as it is in in a uh, live action. Yeah, it's a little easier in cartoons. All right, last but not least, we got Halloween. Oh, yeah, I watched. That didn't... It didn't look bad. It just wasn't didn't look as good as I thought it was gonna be. Seeing that it's uh, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, whatever his writing partner's name is, I forgot. <laughs> but uh, said it was being them. But it definitely looks interesting. It's definitely something I want to see with them writing it. And it looks like the kills could be pretty gruesome, or like he's gonna be super violent. Yeah, I'm- and mobile. Which is crazy because he's sixty one years old in there. Yeah, that's what was throwing me off when they kept saying he's forty years. It's continued forty years after the first one, like in movie world. Yeah, and they uh, they ain't counting some of the other Halloween movies. They said yeah, they, it's, it only comes after the first one. Yeah. They I saw in the trailer that they were like they made jokes referencing how stuff in the was like the seven or eight or. Whatever number they're not counting, how many sequels there were, but they were making jokes like teasing it in the the trailer. So I thought that was cool. So they, they did say they would give little nods to the sequels they're not referencing, but and I thought that was a cool way they did it, like referencing how I forget which sequel it was where they said Lori and I think that's her name and Michael are actually brother and sister. Oh yeah, and they referenced that in the trailer, saying that's just a rumor, a dumb rumor, or whatever. So I thought that was cool. But yeah, I'm I'm interested in the kills because they said they're trying to really show how a person in this world because there's some crazy people in this world now. You got high schools getting shot up every day, B. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just just being ruthless. How somebody who walks around very slowly with just like a knife, how he can still be menacing. So they're showing how you should still actually be afraid of this person. So the only way to really do that is to make his kills crazier and wilder. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm like you said, the people who are making it, it's such a left field choice for them to make this movie that mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how they do it. Even though the trailer didn't really grab me like I thought it or I would like it to, I'm still really interested in the movie. And I'm surprised because I thought um, 
uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was only going to be. I only predicted her being in like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, or th- some little side scenes. Yeah, but I didn't think she was going to be the legit star of uh-huh, the movie. She was in there with the choppers in her hand. Mm-hmm. You saw her in like ten different scenes, so you know she in a movie a lot. Yeah. So that was a little surprising, even though her hair is disturbing. <laughs> I mean, it looks a little wild, but other than that, you know, whatever. So still interested in the movie. All right, moving on. We was teasing this earlier in the show, kind of spoke about it, but the Joker. Apparently, Jared Leto's Joker is rumored to be getting his own solo movie. Don't know why. On top of the Martin Scorsese, uh, what's that guy's name? Hangover director. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips Joker movie that won't be in the DCE universe. <sighs> on top I'm of, sick of <laughs> maybe the Harley and Quinn and Joker movie. On top of Suicide Squad 2 if Joker will be in there. That is, they are tiresome. So my question to you is, is DC trolling us with these supposed in-developed movies? Because I feel like every week there's another in-developed DC movie that comes out of left field that they say they're working on. I think they dead serious. <laughs> They really want to do this, but the fact that they would do it with uh, uh, Jared Leto's Joker is bananas. They have to know that nobody liked him as the Joker, but yet they're so confident that they're going to attempt to make one. (sighs) It don't make no sense. I don't want to see one. Definitely don't want to see two Joker movies from y'all. Definitely, That's outrageous. It's hard enough to have to redo Joker after Heath Ledger's performance. I but know. to then try to make two different movies at the same time, confusing the masses, they gonna have people thinking like, "Dang, they rebooted this after a year or whatever <laughs> the space is between both those movies." And one is clearly gonna be much better than the other because ain't no telling who would direct the Jared Leto <laughs> one. I just remember I didn't get that uh, Heath Ledger Joker collectible at Comic Con. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oops. But um. Yeah, DC stripping. This is, this is, I'm not even surprised anymore. I just laugh and giggle at the, like the traction it gets. Like up room. Oh yeah, it's actually in development now. That is crazy. Do I think this Jared Little movie is gonna come out? Heavens no. No, they ain't making that. But the fact they even letting it come out their mouth is crazy. Like what? What's changed from when y'all was like? There had to have been a recent pitch meeting where somebody came in like, yo. I know y'all already got this in development. Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Joker movie with possibly Joaquin Phoenix. But let me pitch y'all on a Jared Leto one. Like, before y'all start moaning and groaning, I got a super dope idea. I already talked to Jared. He's down with it. I just got to get y'all's approval. So he must have spit this gospel to him. They loved it. Was probably had to. He had to walk out the room for a little bit while they mull it over. Like, we really like this non-universe Joker movie, little origin story. But the one he just pitched to us is dope. You think people would be mad if we put two out in such a short time span? And somebody was in there had to be like, nah, because they're totally different movies. They're going to be two totally different Jokers. <laughs> they're going to look totally different. We can do both of them. It's going to be a bad idea. I even, yeah. ain't even seen anything from it yet. I have. I think I did this on the podcast before, but since Joker talk comes up so much, I can do this Joker again. Joker talk. I have a little fantasy cast of who could play the Joker and just see if your thoughts have changed or who you may like to play the Joker. You got Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, I don't want him dipping his toes in D.C. if he's yeah. going to do yeah, Marvel. Already, so I'm taking him out. You got Leo. I would love to see Leo do any sort of comic book movie. If I have to deal with it being the Joker, even though I was really for it if it was Martin Scorsese's Joker. Yeah. 
But if it's going, if we're gonna get Joker being white whitewashed in the movie world, because they won't even let on Gotham, they have two. They've had two characters. Uh-huh, I seen that scene. <laughs> two characters be so close to Joker, but then they finally admit they will never actually call any of these characters Jokers because they can't. Because the movie world won't let them do it. So if y'all don't want them to do it, why would you offer up multiple movies that have Joker in it? Clearly, you held sacred ground for that character. Yeah. Don't overdo it in the movies. But so Leonardo, I, you know, I say yeah, it just would have to be, be right. You got Bill Skarsgård who already plays Pennywise. Yeah, I don't want to see him. He's already doing a good job as Pennywise. He don't need to be playing every freaking nature character out there. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, nah, he too, he's too suave to play the Joker. <laughs> he seems too chipper. Yeah, yeah, James McAvoy. I mean, I could see it, but I don't really necessarily want to. I don't even want to see him with hair really that much anymore. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I got so used to him uh, with a close shave. <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that's the one I feel like we're going to get. So, yeah, I like to see it. Uh, this will be a terrible one. Adrian Brody. No, this isn't 2001. <laughs> Evan Peters. He's crazy. He plays these type <laughs> yeah, of roles. Constantly. Yeah, so I feel like the Ascension would be playing the Joker. So if I ha- if they gave it to me, I wouldn't be mad at the fact that he was cast. Yeah, I, as I, I would like to see it. James Franco. I would just like. I just want to make sure James Franco gets another major role again. So yeah. sure. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, I can see him playing the Riddler. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to see him go from playing Loki to playing the Joker. Yeah. That's like you still playing a villain, but like two extremes. I don't know why this one's on there, but Christian Bell. No. <laughs> this is this will be whack. Matthew McConaughey. Definitely not. Uh, Michael C. Hall. It will depends on what type of movie we're getting. Right. If maybe if it was like made for TV. Like maybe like HBO type yeah, of movie. Yeah, we'll say he's a showtime he's a showtime actor. <laughs> uh, this was terrible. Well not terrible. I can see why I said it, but Jackie Earl Haley. I would be down with it, but I know that he swung it a miss in people's eyes with Nightmare on Elm Street, even though I thought he did a good job. The movie itself wasn't all that good. I got it on Blu-ray, though. But (laughs) I just... It just would depend on... It would depend on the director, and it would depend on, like, where it falls. Uh, Shartlow Copley. Uh, once again, it's a direct, it's a where it falls type of thing. Cause you I got, can't see uh, some of these. I can't see him because you got like um, Jared Leto. Even he's a big actor, even though he hasn't done many roles, he's still a big actor. Joaquin Phoenix is a big actor. Um, Heath Ledger was a big actor now because of that performance. And DCU is popular. Martin Scorsese is a big actor. So if this was like down the line and they didn't have like a universe movie and they throw him in like a Batman movie and he was going against Batman, I could see some of these, but not to lead. Just a Joker movie by himself. I need a big name that makes sense. You got David Tennant, Casey Athlack, uh, uh, no, and Walton no. Goggins, no, uh, Christoph Waltz, uh-uh. Daniel Day Lewis. Christoph Waltz can do an old man Joker if y'all want to do that storyline. <laughs> Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, uh, great actor. He uh, could po- he could possibly do it. Elijah movie. Wood, no, Aaron Paul, definitely not. <laughs> Aaron Paul doesn't have the acting chops to play the Joker. Yeah, that's just some of the, some <laughs> of the options. Lord Jesus. All right, moving on to Matthew Vaughn. I know this is about to bring some tears to your eyes. Uh, Matthew Vaughn said he is planning a 
kick-ass reboot movie and more Kingsman movies and like TV shows and whatnot. He said they didn't really specify what the reboot will be. They tried to ask him, will it be like the Dave uh, story or the, the black girl story? He didn't really tease. He just said something, or he didn't really say. He just said it would be, check out what he, um, is it Mark Miller? Yeah. What He said, check out what he's doing in the comics lately. So that kind of leads to what the black the black girl yeah, character. Her, hit girl. But. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and hit girl. So he, like that. he literally lied last year when he said he was going to continue with, uh, like, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Chloe Grace Moretz. Probably, but my my question to you is: Will you cry if he reboots this Dave storyline? I don't want to see that. That's weird, <laughs> and it's not with ATJ. That for one, that's weird for a movie <laughs> like this. I can see with Spider Man, but with this, they told the story exactly how it was in the comic book, so it's not. And there's less source material, especially if he would be the one making it rebooting your own work. Yeah, that's, that's weird. wild. <laughs> and on top of that. It's real weird because Aaron Taylor Johnson is still somehow young. <laughs> so he managed to uh, still be a young person, so he could easily still play him. Now, Chloe Grace Moretz, on the other hand, obviously is very tall now and like, well, like 20, something, 19, 20. Something much older than playing Hit Girl at the ripe age of, what, 11, 9, yeah, 13, so, whatever she was. I don't, I don't know. that They shouldn't reboot that, but at the same time, I need the in-between stories. I don't. I want to know what happened in between the, the second one and wherever we're getting. So I hope somehow they can incorporate it. But if not, I don't want to see them reboot it with Timothy Chalamet or whatever his name is. Oh, redoing the first one. So would you cry? I wouldn't cry <laughs> because Aaron Taylor Johnson is back in Avengers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But because that was one of my favorite movies, I would feel weird them redoing it. But because it's going to end up being the same people doing it, I know that it would be good. That would just that would really be dumb. Like, why would you remake something of your own? Like, yeah, what, I definitely don't think that's the route he's going to go. Yeah, he'd probably just do the black one. That's his best bet. Who's going to play the black girl? Tessa Thompson? <laughs> she would be very older. Or the <laughs> black girl from... Uh, Dewanda Way, Way, whatever her name is from she, uh, what's that little Spike Lee TV show on Netflix? That she's got to have it. Yeah, they could do uh, Kavanjane Wallace. Her, <laughs> what is she? Been, <laughs> I know she probably look completely different. I have no clue. I can't think of young black. Uh, Logan Browning, I think uh, is her yeah. name from Dear White People. You can get her. Nah, she too light. <laughs> I need medium color. <laughs> you know they're gonna get a white, a light skinned person. <laughs> Right. You know how movies Zazi beats <laughs> Yeah that was yeah, Very light skin Domino <laughs> Alright mm, And Alright that's all I have for that So Time to jump into This special edition bracket We was talking about it On the show A few episodes back and I surely don't remember So With the uh, NBA finals Just ending after my Cavaliers got swept, <laughs> not because of LeBron James, because of the fakeness that is the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> and Kevin Durant decided, let me play up to my full potential in these yeah. last few games and destroy everybody. <laughs> now we got commentators and coming out the woodwork like all the Jordan and LeBron comparisons and GOAT and stuff can be deaded. That's fine because that conversation makes me want to pull my hair out. So if this is how it'll get y'all to stop talking about it with y'all just – 
they were saying oh, LeBron shouldn't even been in the finals. This team was that whack, so good for him for bringing them there. They get swept. They're like, Jordan wouldn't have got swept. He would have did this, this, that, and third. <laughs> Annoying. Then LeBron come out and say, I had a broken hand, but I didn't want to tell y'all because I didn't want to, no excuses to be coming over. Uh, they were saying, oh, you didn't you didn't have no uh, – we wasn't giving you no flack for the finals, but since you want to come out with the broken hand, now we look at you like, that's dramatic. <laughs> All this hoopla and Stephen A. Smith yelling at the top of his lungs at everything, <laughs> being the new Skip Bayless, blah, 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 blah. And I just read a um, – Thing where Gary Payton said LeBron Jr. just enrolled at this school in California, which makes people think that he will be playing to my team. I just saw Lonzo Ball made a song called uh, Kylie Kylie Kuzma. Kuzma, I don't want LeBron in a locker room where that type of stuff goes down. Because Kyle Kuzma keep popping off at the mouth. I don't like this little (laughs) jokey joke camaraderie that they have and the fact that Lonzo Ball might shout LeBron out in a bar if they get on a team. If LeBron wants another ring, he would come join the squad. I do. If I mean, if he goes, you'll see me with Laker paraphernalia as if I've been had it. And that's (laughs) what I'm going to hate. If he joins the team, everybody's going to be looking at me as if I'm a bandwagon, (laughs) despite the fact (laughs) that I got purple and gold in my blood, (laughs) and I've been that way since a tiny child. See, if it happens for me, it'll come full circle because at first, I was a Latrell Sprewell Iverson fan. <laughs> my favorite player was Shaq, who was on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Then when Shaq went to the Heat, I was a Heat fan. <laughs> and then once LeBron got big and popping, I went to being a Cavs fan. Then he went to the Heat. So then I went to the Heat, then back to the Cavs. So <laughs> if he goes to the Lakers, it'll come full circle for me, going back to the very first team I actually really liked. But Besides I, the Knicks and the Sixers. Yeah, I like the Sixers. I like the Sixers jersey. I like them as players because I like Iverson carrying his team by himself. And Latrell was a thug that I saw. I was always repping back as like a six-year-old. So I was like the Laker for life. <laughs> and then came he for life. I remember I had the little Shaq fitted that had the oh, thirty-four yeah. and the all re- all red. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I could call the wrong neighborhood and that had this is over yeah, for me. Probably had the red dicky shorts. Of course, with a red hoodie with a red tarty under it. I remember one day I went to school with the red and white G-Units, the baggy red dicky shorts, uh-huh. all red hoodie, and an all white G-Unit uh, all over fitted. <laughs> I looked crazy. Me, I stayed with a dicky suit on. <laughs> khaki pants, khaki shirt with the button up, all black forces. Couldn't wear hats at school. Had the waves on swim. <laughs> Dickies. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, man. All right, before I got off on a little tangent, um, so with the finals just ending, I decided to do. Is that what you, <laughs> is that what you call t- Kofi a tangent? What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's just what I heard. Oh, my gosh. Tangent. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what you said. If we're about to look up in your Twitter handle, gonna be Kofi Sirball's number one fan at <laughs> what or whatever. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> See, I don't even know his name. That sounds like you said something else. Uh, I don't but. know his name. I'm just going off of what I think it might be. Uh, Kofi Sirbam. 
Nah. Yeah, that's, I didn't know, that's, your, that's your Twitter handle. You was number one fan. Nah, Twitter handle at the Great Musical. If you want to <laughs> listen to the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast on iTunes, soundcloud.com slash the Great Musical as well as Stitcher now. If you want to be like uh, Brian Colangelo and have a burner account, <laughs> your burner account is at Coach Sandball's number one fan. That is crazy. <laughs> Too old to be having a burner account. And disrespecting Jaleel Okafor. And threw his wife under the bus. He, yeah, he should have been bold enough to disrespect him, just period, because he's easy to disrespect. Okay. When he pulled that $20 million contract this offseason. Uh, if he gets that. Played a minimum of, like, two games over the past two years. Y'all going to be mad. I was rolling. I watched a clip of Hannibal Burris on uh, on Get Up, ESPN's morning show, with Michelle Beadle, Greeny, and Jalen Rose. And they told they gave him ten seconds to pitch why LeBron uh, should come to the Bulls, and he said he don't want LeBron. He want Vince Carter and Nerlens Noel. Yikes! <laughs> oh, I was wrong. <laughs> all righty then. Oh man! But all right. So with this bracket, it's NBA playoff inspired. So you got you got the sixteen teams who are in the playoffs in their right ranking, but instead of the team. I took a movie that was either filmed or in the movie it's set in the city of the NBA team it's taken on. Okay. So, like, with the Houston, I would put a movie that took place or was shot in Houston, but it's going to go against the Minnesota movie. So, the rankings are all the same. So, you got Houston, Minnesota, um, okay, uh, Oklahoma City, Utah, Portland, New Orleans, uh, was it uh, Golden State? So Oakland versus San Antonio, and then same with the East. Toronto versus Washington, Cleveland versus Indiana's movie, uh, Phillies versus Miami's movie, Boston versus Milwaukee's movie. So there wasn't really any um uh process of me picking the movie. I just picked a movie where I feel like we knew the star, like the main top stars. And so on top of that, so I took the. Uh, took the starting lineups are the five, the top five billing people, or at least that we know, and then they, every team has a sixth man. So we're not going off of our feelings towards like the actors, their acting power, putting them on a basketball court. <laughs> Who would we think okay. if these te- <laughs> these teams went against each other? And it's it's real descriptive. Got to be down to like the matchups because I put them all in positions <laughs> where I think they would play. So you're going you're gonna to have like a giant person, maybe guarding a shorter person. Mind you, there's females on here, so this is a co-ed league. Okay. And so we're going to go through. Man, we'll score no points. <laughs> go through, see which team you would think would win in a best of a seven series. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll break it down game by game. That's why this might take forever. <laughs> and, um. Yeah. And see, you know, at the end, see who would be like the finals MVP. And then <laughs> this maybe could branch off into us doing a legit NBA Hollywood League. <laughs> who would be the best <laughs> player in that league? So, starting with game one in the first matchup on the West, your team for Houston is the Martian. Okay. Your starting lineup at point guard. Hell, and all the way from. um. Guess being the villain against Benedict Cumberbatch, it is Chiwetel Ejiofor or whatever <laughs> you pronounce his name. Point guard, okay. Uh-huh. All right, and scoring sh- point. And straight out of the factory that creates all the redheads in Hollywood, at shooting guard, we got Jessica Chastain. Yeah, she a defensive <laughs> shooting guard. And small forward, 
She was a bridesmaid. We have Kristen Wiig. Uh, this name is whack. <laughs> and the star, all-star power forward, leading the team and scoring in rebounds, it is Matt Damon. Matt Damon as a power forward. <laughs> and at center, he was dumb back in the day. It is Jeff Daniels. And coming <laughs> off the bench, their sixth man, he got caught slipping at the <laughs> when him and Jake Gyllenhaal were patrolling the streets. It is Michael, Michael Pena. Pena. <laughs> so that's your okay. Martian. That's your team. They're the number Houston. one seed in the West. <laughs> I don't know how they got there with that team. <laughs> All right, they're going against the team representing Minnesota. Jennifer's body. Oh my gosh! All right, we ain't even got to do this matchup. They getting swept. At point guard, the star of point guard, leading the way, Megan Fox. Yes. <laughs> to create the star-studded backcourt, okay. Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. At small forward, you might not know his name, sure but just don't. seen him in plenty of movies, <laughs> Johnny Simmons. <sighs> I at, forgot he was in that. At power forward, playing the stretch forward position, probably out of position as well. Adam Brody. Oh. And at center, J.K. Simmons. Okay. And your sixth man, you might also not know the name, but you know the face, Kyle Gowner. Yeah. He was also in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. He's a weird-looking fella. Yeah. So. All right. This is a good one. matchup. Mind you, before we start, you got to take them at – like, um, if they're on the bench and it's a good name, that means they're there for a reason. Like, they're not in their prime. So, like, when the movie came out and their positioning in the movie is their skill set. Okay. So, like, you got to look at J.K. Simmons. He didn't win no Oscar yet, but he was still an established actor. Uh, this was when <laughs> Megan Fox was on top of the world. So I mean, this team getting about to get smoked. Because <laughs> they, they got the best backcourt. And they ain't got... And then you compare it to the other squad... Everybody was on point at that point in Houston. All right, so we'll go first. We'll go matchup by matchup position, and you'll say who wins the series and in how many games. All right, so first up, you got Chiwetel versus Megan Fox. Who's taking that position battle? I'm going to go Megan Fox getting the best of them. Okay, so Megan Fox gave him buckets. All right, next we have at shooting guard. Who's winning the position battle? Who's getting buckets on who? Jessica Chastain. Amanda Seyfried. It's going to be close because Jessica Chastain got the defense, but as far as scoring, we're going to go at the time, Amanda Seyfried. All right, so that backcourt is like uh, John Wall and Bradley Bill in the NBA. Yeah. Let's see if the rest of their team can hold up. You got Kristen Wiig versus Johnny Simmons. See, we're going to go with Kristen Wiig. All right. Kristen, all right, so we got Matt Damon versus Adam Brody. Obviously, Matt Damon is doo-dooing on <laughs> Adam Brody. All right, he's using them post moves to perfection. And then we got Jeff Daniels versus J.K. Simmons. Who's balling on who? This is a good little center matchup, but I'm going to give the edge to J.K. Simmons. All right, and off the bench, Michael Pena and Kyle Gowner. Clearly, Michael Pena <laughs> is the Manu Ginobili. All right, if Michael Pena had a basketball nickname, would it be like the Pinata or something? <laughs> uh, Enchilada enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's taking this series and in how many games? 
You can go based off of who won your projections with the positional battle or maybe Matt Damon's star power or Megan Fox's star power or maybe that uh, second fiddle was able to overcome all the other or offset everything else. I'm going the Martian, Houston, and six. All right. So the Martian wins and... Four, two. All right. Oops. Why won't it let me? Whatever. Stupid. All right. So the Martian is moving on to the next round. How long we've been doing this? Uh, hour seven. Nine oh five. All right. So we can move on to the next matchup. So the four five seed in the West. For OKC, your movie is August, Osage County. <sighs> and their lineup at point guard, Abigail Breslin. <laughs> okay, she's like a Baron Davis type. <laughs> <laughs> at shooting guard, he used to carry a lightsaber. Now he carries a ball. It's Ewan McGregor. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> at small forward, she used to hook on the streets. Now she's swishing hoops. It's Julia Roberts. At she's trash. Power forward. She's just owed Meryl Streep. Okay, yeah, they got a washed up uh, power forward. And at center, Chris Cooper. Coming, okay. coming off the bench, your six man, the magician, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, they got good six man. But at the time, obviously, Dr. Strange and stuff wasn't out. And th- yeah, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. All right, so going against the five seed, your team representing he- or Utah, Need for Speed. Okay. So Woo! Your point guard. Great team. She was uh, hooking up with Zachy E in that awkward moment. Imogen Poots, or however you pronounce her first name. Yeah. At shooting guard, he used to be breaking bad. Now he's breaking ankles. It's Aaron <laughs> Paul. <laughs> At small forward, Mr. Robot himself, Rami Malik. I forgot he was in this movie <laughs> playing a mechanic. Uh, yeah, I forget. I just recently watched this movie, and I can honestly tell you, I don't know what his specific role in the team was. <laughs> At power forward, he was the man on the moon. Now he's the man on the court. Kid Cuddy. <laughs> and at center, he be preaching to the team in the locker room, Dominic Cooper. Okay, that's a good little matchup. That's a fast paced team. And they're a little they're small. Yeah, and they that's play small ball. And that's Hampton. <laughs> the Hampton <laughs> <laughs> That's six man, they got the their leader in the, the Kendrick Perkins of the locker room, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins constantly was starting fights uh, with people <laughs> off the bench. He's like, if I'm not earning my check in game, I'm gonna earn it in this suit. <laughs> All right, so first let's do this position by position battle. We got Breslin versus Poots. I got Abigail Breslin. She posting her up? Yeah. (laughs) All right, shooting guard, McGregor or Paul? In this specific series, I got Aaron Paul getting the best of him. Okay, he's a little too fast one, a little too. He feel like he's like one of them uh, Tony Allens who can score the ball. Yeah. All right, Julia Roberts or Rami Malik? 
I got Julia Roberts having the best overall games in this series. I see her like a, a Tayshaun whack. Prince. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say a whack Scotty Pippen, which would be <laughs> Tayshaun, Tayshaun Prince. Prince. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Meryl Streep or Kid Cuddy? I got Kid Cuddy just uh, – no, I'm going to go with Meryl Streep because she like a Tim Duncan type, okay. meaning even at her in her late 30s, <laughs> she can still help the game. Okay. So Kid Cuddy's youth and speed is not enough yeah, he to was stop go- the He streak. was going to get it, but Meryl Streep, got, she got a nice 10-10 ten and 10 to help the team where Kid Cuddy gets you seven rebounds. And probably can get you 15 points, but, you know, you got to do it all. All right. And the Coopers, Dominic or Chris? <sighs> I'm going to go Dominic. Okay. And then off your bench, who's bringing more firepower, Benedict or Keaton? Batman or Doctor Strange? I'm going to go Benedict, even though... Michael Keaton is really giving the team what they need, some high energy, uh, doing the dirty work, grabbing the rebounds, diving for balls, getting steals. But Benedict Cumberbatch has more of a all-star appeal. Like, if they traded him, he can go start on a different team. He on the come up. Yeah. All right. So, with all that being said, who you got winning the series and in how many games? What was the uh – what was the first team, City? Uh, OKC. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. I'm edging the Thunder. Okay. With this victory. All right. August Osage County, a.k.a. OKC, is moving on to the second round. That old squad was able to take out those little raspy newcomers. Yeah, they're very fast. They took them. They took them. It was seven. A seven-game series. All right, four, but ultimately, uh, OKC outclassed them. All right, so four. Is that reason she has to do it? Let's see if I put it right. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, 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 dum. All right. All right, so next round, or next matchup we have Portland and New Orleans. Your team for Portland is Edge of 17. Oh, boy, this team's about to be super trash. <laughs> At point guard, she running around with a bumblebee now, but she's still on the court. Haley Steinfeld. She reminds me of like a Steve Francis <laughs> or a Rafer Alston. She's the star of the team. She got to carry <laughs> these boys. At shooting guard, her backcourt partner, who was trying to steal her brother in the movie, Haley Lou Richardson. Oh. At small forward, your favorite actor of the entire movie. Nope. Hayden Sizzito. <laughs> At power forward, Blake Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) And at center, the waspy veteran, Woody Harrelson. Coming off the bench, I think she was the closer on a TV show. Is she the closer on the court? Kira Sedgwick. And they're going against the team that is repping New Orleans. (laughs) X-Men Origins Wolverine. (laughs) Dang, this team about to be loaded. Your team at starting point guard. The star of the team leading the way, Hugh Jackman. Dang, that's a big, that's Magic Johnson, Ben Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) At shooting guard. The guy with potential, but hadn't reached it yet. 
Ryan Reynolds. Okay. That small forward, your boy. He's a wizard with the cards. Is he a wizard with the rock? Taylor Kitsch. Uh, <laughs> At power forward. He's like a Harrison Barnes. <laughs> At power forward, Lee Schreiber. Okay. I even pronounced his name. And at center, Danny Houston. <laughs> and at six, man, he got the people on their feet. He be playing the music in the locker room. Oh, Stay. He got boy. a feeling. Will I am. <laughs> All right. Let's go with Haley Steinfeld versus Hugh Jackman. Who you got winning that matchup? I got Hugh Jackman giving you 17, 9, and 8. Yikes. He wins that matchup. <laughs> All right. Haley Lou Richardson or Ryan Reynolds? It uh, don't matter what time period it is, Ryan Reynolds, pure <laughs> potential. Uh, get him, give him the best overall over his, what's her name. All right, I know you're gonna struggle with this one. Two good guys battling it out at that at at three spot. Cezito or Kitsch? Right now, Taylor Kitsch is in his prime. I'm gonna give it to him. All right, Jenner or Schreiber. I gotta go with Lee F. Shriver. The youth of Jenner is not enough for the five year veteran. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Harrelson or Houston? And again, well, this will be their one upper hand. I'm gonna go with uh, Harrelson. Okay. And off the bench, who's bringing that fire? Sedgwick or Will I Am? Kira Sedgwick, okay. better bench player. Will I am is high energy. He uh, he'll get some loose balls, uh, a couple fast break points, but it's not enough. Yeah, it doesn't feel like if he would put a shot up, it would go in. Yeah, <laughs> especially not from deep. He he Ben Simmons <laughs> with the jumper. All right, so who's winning this series? Edge of Seventeen, Portland, or X Men Origins Wolverine New Orleans? Who's taking the series? We have X Men Origins New Orleans. Taking this 4-1 <laughs> with a pretty easy series. All right, so when Edge of 17 won its one game, was it by – was it a close margin? Was it a like a game winner? Was it a blowout? Was it at home? It was a close at-home overtime victory. <laughs> All right, so we have our first upset uh, seeding-wise. Six seed beating the three seed, which happened in real life with New Orleans. And it was almost close because New Orleans swept Portland. Why isn't nobody talking about the fact that they really need to blow up the Trailblazers? Oh, yes, and keep LeBron and Cleveland. Do give give them Damian Lillard. Yeah, they keep trying to try to get us to get CJ Mo- or McCullum with that eighth pick. Yeah, that ain't enough. Yeah, I'd rather have Trey Young, Wendell, Michael Porter, Sexton than CJ. Yeah. All right. So next matchup, our last matchup for the first round in the West. Your team straight out of Oakland. The social network. Your, uh. your lineup is <laughs> at point guard. He was uh, pit, pitting Batman and Superman together. When he's not doing that, he's pinning defenses and offensive somehow to make that scheme work. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. He like a Dan Dickow type. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At shooting guard, she was setting fires in this movie. Is she setting it on fire on the court? Brenda Song. Oh, my gosh. She's a, a Yee Jilian. <laughs> Jeremy like Lin type. Asian? <laughs> <laughs> All right, at small forward, he was swinging on the big screen. 
Is he swinging on the court? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Okay. Andrew Garfield is kind of like a Chandler Parsons. Uh. Chandler Parsons before he signed that big contract or after? <laughs> Somehow he's both. <laughs> All right. At power forward. <laughs> Ain't no need to be said. Justin Timberlake. He's like a... Julius Randle type. All right. (laughs) We're done there. Army Hammer is your center. (laughs) Army Hammer. Army Hammer got the size. You got the height. Yeah, Army Hammer. (laughs) He's like uh, Nikola uh, Djokovic. Uh, One of those type of dudes. It's going to be interesting to see who defends him because these height matchups could shape the series turn the tide in one way or the other but it doesn't matter because the sixth man Rashida Jones okay nice little solid off the bench player something along the lines of like a Marcus Smart type (laughs) type of player all right, and they're going against San Antonio. You want to take a guess who's in San Antonio? I have a no clue. You are never going to guess. It's Spy Kids. Oh. <laughs> and your lineup at they about to get molly whopped. At point guard, Alexa Vega. Oh. The floor general. At shooting guard, Jenny. her brother, <laughs> Daryl Sabara, or whatever his name hey, is. Daryl Trainer. <laughs> And at small forward, Carla Gugiana. Yeah, whatever you pronounce her name. AKA two movies with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. At power forward, he's weird, and it seems like <laughs> all his movies, Alan Cumming. Yeah, he really is weird. And at center, Antonio Banderas. Puss in Boots. I almost said Lux. <laughs> Birdman. Lil Wayne. Uh, Wayne Gretzky as a child. <laughs> Hockey. Puck from the real world. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, those are whack. All right, we got your <laughs> we got your six man. He's been to jail and back. Danny Trejo. Okay, he uh, he's like a Stephen Jackson, uh, Ben Wallace, Lance Stevenson uh, type of player. All right, so your first matchup, Jesse Eisenberg and Alexa Vega. Who's winning that point guard battle? Um, Alexa Vega can score more, but Jesse Eisenberg got the overall game. He's going to get you some assists. He, he's Steve Nash in it, Ricky Rubio in it. Just he, got that, his team. he got that flair, okay. Brenda Song and Daryl Sabara. Who's winning that shooting guard battle? Daryl Sabara. He's shooting the lights out. Uh, something along the lines of, uh, what's his name? He's the Kareem Rush. Shooting uh, <laughs> the lights out and Kareem Rush were said in the same sentence. He's that type of player, so okay. I'm giving it to Daryl. Uh, his name is Daryl. And he is not Daryl Color. <laughs> Garfield or Carla? Who's winning that small forward Um, matchup? I got Andrew Garfield, even though he's a small forward position. I got him with, like, the quickness of a Reggie Miller, always moving, 
looking for the open shot. You mean J.J. Redick? Nah. <laughs> All right. I know who's winning this one, but I just need you to say it. Timberlake or coming? I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going with Justin Timberlake off of pure hustle. He's and? he's a, he's a power forward that can move with the ball, and? get up and down the court. And score the rock. I didn't say all that. He can get you 12. <laughs> Did you not see his Instagram videos where he's pulling up from half court every uh, scene he goes to? Yeah. All right. And Army Hammer and Banderas. Who's winning that center matchup? Banderas doesn't have enough for Army Hammer. Army Hammer's in the post. He's getting you 19 and 8. He's doing what he got to do to get the victory. All right. In your six-man battle, who's bringing the more fire, most firepower, Rashida Jones or Danny Trejo? Mr. Matete. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Danny Trejo. Uh, he really ignites the crowd and energizes his team. He's like a Draymond Green type of player. <laughs> all right. With all that said, who's taking home the victory in this round? And how many games is it? Social Network, uh, Golden State, or is it Spy Kids San Antonio? Overall, it's gonna be Golden State. Uh, social network, but it's not as easy as you would think. They take this victory in six. Okay. So four to two. All right. So they are moving on. And your second round matchup for the West is the Martian Houston versus August Osage County OKC and X-Men Origins Wolverine versus or New Orleans versus the social network Golden State. Next episode, we'll move on to the Eastern Conference, where your first matchup will be, just to give you guys a little teaser, <laughs> representing Toronto, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Okay. That's a finesse team. And representing Washington, <laughs> the Butler. <laughs> oh, but then they got the colors on there, so you know they super athletic. Uh huh. So we're gonna find out on the next episode. They got one guy with a glossy eye, and I'm sure he's playing center, <laughs> but he can't shoot no free throws. Uh, all right. So guess we can move on to punishment. I have. I think so. And I didn't really have anybody, but who I have. This person or this thing is could take a stray bullet because they were going to get the stray bullet last <laughs> week. Can't even remember. Um, so my nominee for this week is Solo <laughs> for its awful domestic or awful um, box office performance That's for a Star sad. Wars movie. I'm Solo. So I mean, it's one less. I can't. I was trying to think of somebody, but I mean, weekly DC can get it, but yeah, they just uh. Switch old Joff Jones, Jeff Jones, whatever yeah. his position around, and said first movie he's working on Green Lantern Corpse. So, <laughs> uh, uh, sure. love <laughs> Jesus, but, uh, boy, oh boy. I mean, DC could get it because of their uh, Jared Leto Joker idea. Yeah, that too. That's two things. So, I mean, it's, I'll let you choose. Is it going to be DC, who's looking like? The <laughs> could yeah, be the, they running away with it. <laughs> this year. They might be the MVP the way they're always a nominee. So DC or Solo? I may have to go DC. Okay, DC. I'm edging them. <laughs> All right, so DC, you are on punishment again this week. 
Because if it's true that Jared Leto, Jared Leto, Jared Leto Joker idea is not a good one, on top of the fact that you already are working on supposedly yeah. a solo Joker movie. You already got the director announced. You already got the uh, the big producer. Why would you want to overshadow that dream team of a behind-the-scenes filmmaking crew with a Jared Leto Joker if it's true? Ain't nobody yeah. came out. You ain't got to take basically any DC news unless you get, hear like actual directors and stuff come out and say it themselves because they got at least 30 movies on the docket, yeah. including ba- uh, the Batman, which Ben Affleck is rumored to said he wants to keep playing. So, he didn't make up his mind. <laughs> it really is. One week, nah. Next <laughs> week, yeah. So it's a mess over at DC, which is why they are worthy to get this punishment segment yeah, almost every week. Nearly every week. They're becoming the new Ansel. Ansel was just getting it for dancing at award shows. Yeah, with his mouth open. That, <laughs> that was crazy. To share. Or show, or show it up with his finest Hot Topic gear. He was dressed crazy. <laughs> so DC's becoming the new Ansel. So once again, y'all are on punishment. Go sit in the corner and rethink y'all's your whole movie thought process. Whatever. Maybe I need to move y'all's room. The room where y'all be planning these movie ideas yeah. and really like scraping them together. Move your room. Move them like across, yeah, across the hall or office. something. They need some new feng shui, some a new <laughs> vibe, as uh, your girl, uh, yes, Jules, be saying. Need oh, <laughs> that is far from that. <laughs> you got to create better vibes. Oh man. Lord! Hey, shout out to yes, Jules. Shout out to her girl. Uh, what is it? Shake. Yeah, for uh, being. I I knew when I saw her name on that on that uh, track list. I'm like, I bet she gonna have a popular part that everybody's gonna like. Of course, Kanye gives her a big old chunk of the end. Uh-huh. Typical, typical, typical. <laughs> all right, yeah, so DC Films, you are on punishment. Y'all got to relax. And um, all right, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. We got some movies to resolve before we predict some new ones. Uh, where they at? Where they at? Where they at? Where they at? Rotten Tomatoes, blah, blah, blah. Scroll, scroll, scroll. All right, first up, we got Action Point. So going on to Rotten Tomatoes right now to see what that low overall is. <laughs> Um. All right, so they're sitting at a. Okay, I gotta type it in because they're no longer in the top ten. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, you already bombed the first weekend, but I should have expected that. Johnny Knoxville, his little fans can't even come out and see him. Yeah. All right, sitting at a seventeen percent now on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's low. I gave it a thirty percent. You went with 39%. Wow. Giving me the victory there. Moving the total for now, 15 to 13, me. Why wouldn't I just say a real low number? <laughs> Only Ooh, hindsight. All right, next movie we have is Adrift. Going on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It is sitting at a nice 70%. I... Gave it a low 40%. <laughs> Dissed that movie. You gave it a 50%. Okay, not too <laughs> Giving you the victory there. It was smart going down the middle. I, why didn't I have faith in my girl Shailene Woodley? Yeah. I guess I'm like, she does out duds. Whatever. All right, so that moves the total for you. 14, me 15. Next up, we have Ocean's 8. 
It is sitting at a 68% right now. That movie started off at 79 when they first announced it. Jesus Christ, well, it's been tumbling. Yeah. All right, so I gave it a 48%. In hindsight, I'm like, <laughs> why did I do that? You gave it a close 60%, giving you the victory there. All right, so that means we're tied now. 15-15. This last movie will break the tie. This is the movie where we was night and day almost between each other. Hotel Artemis. Oh, yeah. It is sitting at a 59%. Mm-hmm. I gave it a 38%. You gave it a 70%. What? <laughs> giving you the victory there. That's high, though. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was sh- first when it first came out, it had a higher than 50. I was like, what in the world? I'm about to be way off, and I was hoping it would drop, but it didn't drop low enough, so that leaves you with the lead 16 to 15. We have two movies for this week. First up is Tag, No Body Spray. Tag, a body spray? I'm just assuming that's a body spray. I've never heard of the Tag. <laughs> hey, everybody go out there and spray yourself down with oh, some wait. Tag, body spray. I think I have heard of Tag. <laughs> That's not like something middle school kids wear. Uh, either way, I cut it with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> Tina was whack. What yes. a whack comeback. That's Mace. Welcome back. Welcome back. Nah, that was Look. fire. Then he hit you with yeah. breathe, stretch, yeah. shake, let it go. Breathe, watch stretch, that, shake, let it watch go. Watch that I'll be your neighbor <laughs> whatever inspired video that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mace. All right, so what are you giving tag? This is the first number that popped in my head. I can see it being higher or lower, but I'm going 35%. All right, 35%. I see you're 35, and I'm going to rock out because I've been hearing. I mean, I know it's been from biased uh, movie or uh, talk show host, but I'm going to go with (laughs) 66%. I can see it. I can see it being a game night or right, something yeah. along those lines. I'm basically doing that because I slept on game night so much and it ended up blowing my opinion or blowing my prediction out the water. So I'm going to give tag 66%. You're rolling with 35. Mm-hmm. Next movie, Superfly. I'm going 20%. <laughs> you don't look very good. I thought mine was low. I was giving this thirty percent. So you're going with twenty, and um, that was higher than what I initially. <laughs> you're going with twenty. I'm going with thirty percent for Superfly. So we will see those come out what this week. Yep, this weekend. So we will see on the next episode. Incredibles two is sitting at a ninety five percent as we currently speak. Uh-huh. Can do that one and Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom, once again, is right down the middle at 59%. That's crazy. So, can't do that one either. And we should have guessed. What you think 13 Reasons Why Season 2 is looking like on Netflix? Probably 13. <laughs> um, as we speak, it is sitting at a... And this is... Let me make, let me make sure this is for Season 2. Because I believe Season 1 actually got good reviews. Yeah. This one is sitting at a nicely high 26%. <laughs> that is crazy. All right, so we will follow up on those movies when the time is right. And was it Blu-rays? I believe so. We have some from last week and this week, as well as I'll do a few throwbacks. But uh, didn't you see Death Wish? Mm-hmm. What about Death Wish then? I would put that as a low. I put that as a might stream. 
Because for a vigilante type of movie, I was disappointed. I expected more violence. Um, We have A Wrinkle in Time. Haven't seen that movie, and I would stream it if somebody wanted to watch it, but I personally have no care to see that movie. (laughs) We have The Hurricane Heist. That's a might stream, but it's not even that. It's just, (laughs) yeah, I'll put it as my stream because it wasn't horrible, but I would, it would only be so like, have you seen Hurricane Heist? I'd be like, yeah. They're like, was it good? No. (laughs) Can we watch it? Sure. Did you see Gringo? No. All right. So our first throwback will go with. Uh, we'll go with How to Train Your Dragon. I'll put that as a, I have the second one. Did you see how he looks in this new one? I fr- when they showed him, um, when they showed him with the beard, uh-huh. I was like, oh, he about to be super old in this movie. Then they showed him back to looking young again, so I was confused. They really aging him up each movie. So... Um, I mean, I, the first, the second one's really good. I like the first one, so I'll put this as accept as a gift. All right, then we have Tomb Raider, this recent one. Yeah, I'll put that as a might stream. <laughs> we have like Alicia Vikander, but yeah. hey, this one's better than uh, Angelina Jolie. I'll say that. We have The Strangers, Pray at Night. I'll put that as a a high might stream as well because I enjoyed this one more than the. Original sh- strangers, but I'm getting sick and tired of uh, what's her name's movie choices. She's got a TV show that's got renewed for a second season, so I'll give her credit with that. But when it comes to movies, my girl Christina Hendricks cannot pick them. Yeah. Um, your favorite movie of the year, Love Simon. No, oh, your biopic. Nah. I would put that as a accept as a <laughs> gift, as a high accept as a gift. That was actually a really good movie. Shout out to Simon, live your truth, my buddy. Um, that's code for me telling you to live your truth, uh, since that's your biopic. So I'll put that as a, accept as a gift. Um, we have is that the last regular one? All right, well, uh, final throwback. I'm gonna go with. Uh, we'll go. Actually, I'll do a. Uh, I'll do The Purge, The Purge Election Year, and The Purge Anarchy. The Purge, the first one with Ethan Hawke, is a might stream because I thought the concept was cool, but the fact that they kept it in the house, I was disappointed by, which then leads me to The Purge Anarchy. Is that the second one or the election? Yeah, that's the second one. Uh, Anarchy is the second one. Uh, That one was when we finally got, no, when I finally brought in Frank Grillo, I believe. They brought that outside the house. I thought that was dope. So I would put that at a high might stream. And then election year, I thought was better than anarchy. So I would put that as a accept as a gift. The purge is something I keep, things keeps getting better and better. But. I will stop and say that this new one does not look very good. <laughs> Why? Because they got racist and put all black people in there. And of course, it's, the, a ver- it's a prequel. Yeah, of course, the black people would be the, the be, would be the beginning. They get knocked off in the first uh, the first purge yeah. racism. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, yeah. So we do. That's the Blu-rays for this week. All right, what movie are you trying to see before the next episode? Um, no Dr. Dre in the Snoopy Snoop. Uh, tomorrow I will be finally seeing Ocean's 8 to see 
how that is. I obviously would like to see Incredibles 2 as well. And I want to see Tag. There's a lot of movies I want to see, but most likely Ocean's 8 and Incredibles. The movie I want to see before the next episode is Incredibles 2. I have a feeling I won't see it, though. And I honestly think the next movie I will see will be uh, Hereditary or Hotel Artemis. All right, so uh, I think that's everything. This has been another Leo B. Gyllenhaal episode. <laughs> Don't remember how that part goes, but it's your boy, Leo Archibald. Hey. Oh, yeah, did you see uh, IHOP change to IHOB? That was very baffling. Are they selling pan waffles, pancakes? And I shout pancakes. Are they still selling pancakes? If I'm not mistaken, I didn't look into it. Because I assumed it was International House of Breakfast is what they was going to change to. But I've seen some stuff where it's International House of Burgers. It is. That's why I'm confused. Oh. <laughs> That's, you, go, if you go on their Twitter, they have changed their tagline. It really is burgers. This ain't like a prank we doing? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is it April Fool's and I don't know about it? Because why would they go from a pancake, pl- a breakfast place to burgers? <laughs> they are both. They could just make another place. Like, uh, like Chipotle they... got a tasty, tasty made or something like that, which sells hamburgers. But are they not selling pancakes anymore? And if they are, I don't want my pancakes from a burger place. And if you are, why would you change your promotion from being good at pancakes to being now good at burgers? And y'all could still sell these same burgers and just do a little p- promotion run <laughs> of just talking about the burgers. Y'all can still be IHOP. They had to change the P's to B's. It looks so stupid. Nobody's going to say IHOP. <laughs> it's like I still call Big Lots Odd Lots. <laughs> this can't be. I, I, I'm i waiting for the Just Kidding to come out here soon because they changing everything. They, I thought When I first saw it, I thought it was just a joke. But... <laughs> I have. This is crazy. That is nuts. I was too. I mean, I was reading about net neutrality today, and I I wasn't tripping until I if I feel the pain, meaning my uh, cable or internet company decides they want to start charging me outrageous stuff. Oh. I I will real really will be off the grid. Uh huh. I'm gonna <laughs> go live in a fort. Look at these burgers. They don't even look good. They probably gonna taste like regular they look burgers. Average. I feel like they already sold burgers there. I think they did. <laughs> they sold regular food, but now y'all want to be International House of Burgers. They trash. Y'all brave. Y'all could have still kept it IHOP and still. <laughs> Look at their little menu. Burgers, burgers, burgers. All right, this ain't got nothing to do with movies. Look at that logo. That's what happens when uh, somebody gets bold, and that's when you see the death of yeah, a good, restaurant chain. Goodbye, IHOP. <laughs> uh. IHOP. I haven't been to IHOB since we went that one time. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Steak and Shake decided to be the devil. Yeah, they were tripping. They call it IHOB. That's crazy. They put, they like a gang. They said, the Fox and Prince said, Iconic Pancake House IHOP has changed its name to IHOB. What could the B stand for? <laughs> IHOB said, The Blot Thickens. <laughs> <laughs> No, they pleased the beans. The blot thickens. <laughs> yeah, if y'all bloods and crips out there, if y'all uh, don't go shoot up your nearest IHOP, don't, 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 play, don't play with y'all like that. 
episode. I should call the episode the Block Thickens. <laughs> they changed it to IHOP because they trying to trying to get some blout. <laughs> <laughs> the Block Thickens. That's wild. They blout blazers. Somebody was whoever runs the show over there is smoking something serious. Uh. No satellite radio. Okay, mine was better. I had two different ones, but anyways. It's your boy Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka no O'Shea. GPS system. Anyways. Anywho, Franklin. Uh, it's been turtle. a minute. Shell. Taco. Fest. Hit him up. Fest? A vol? <laughs> Merry go round. What? <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> AK, he's not a he's not a word bender. He's not a barsmith. <laughs> I was trying to say a vol merry-go-round. <laughs> I was trying to say all I heard was festival, and I was trying to say Ferris wheel, but merry-go-round you, popped out. Yeah, you said merry-go-round, <laughs> and I would have said music. <laughs> okay, <round>. up. <laughs> <laughs> all that time, it still came up with nothing. LeBron <laughs> <laughs> James. <laughs> Nate Yawine, Peter Party Starter, Robert Balmain Jr., Nate Yawine, Belly Rollin', Nanos, Nade Wilson, Wilson? <laughs> Ocean's uh, Nate, Nate Terry. Oh my, that sounds crazy. Hotel Natamus. Uh, Natamus <laughs> sounds nasty. Rolly man. It's Mr. Harry Bendle Placemat. What? AKA Joaquin Pennysworth. AKA Pusha K. AKA Kayanya. Taylor Joy Van Zant. Kai Dollar Sign. Booking Agent K. Fossil Man the Fitbit Messiah. Terry Hightower. Chevy K. Course Kojo, Cool Breeze, the Hibachi Chef, the Name Generator, Neon Ember, the FPG. Tell me what that means in the comments, and you can get a free Let's Be Cops poster. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the Bar Technician, King Cycle, the Word Bender, Uncle Hami. Sweet lady, would you be mine? My sweet love for a lifetime, and I'll be there when you need me. And just call and receive me like a letter. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. Now I know my A a B a C. Next time, won't you rap with me? Uh uh uh. That is whack. That will be on a garbage new version of Schoolhouse Rock called Schoolhouse Rap. Uh, I'm right. just a Bill, a Bill Cosby. Woo! Dang, Bill Cosby. I'm gonna make a Bill Cosby cartoon. That would get picked up. Yeah. All right, who's a dot swim? Who's stinking it up out here? Uh, Theo James sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Chingy? Chingy sucks. I almost said Chadwick. I always sent you this picture of Chingy and Fabulous at this award show. <laughs> they was looking crazy. Uh, I can look at Taylor Lautner? Who is it? Taylor <laughs> Kish sucks. Taylor Lautner Nina, does. Yeah, he sucks. Nina Dobrev sucks. Nina. I am blanking today. I'll just say shout out to Ansel Elgert. That means it's time to wrap this up. Christmas like gift. A, okay. Uh, I say Ace Bandage. 
Okay, I guess that means we got to end this off with the, yeah, Usher question mark? Well, that was whack, 100? Question mark? Uh.